Hey guys and welcome to the second episode of the Cricket Podcast. Uh, this is the one that everyone's been waiting for. It's the IPL podcast where we're going to be uh, looking at a in-depth review of four teams in this episode and four teams on the next one. Uh, with me today are podcast regulars Satrik Obra and Pura Farik. Say hi guys. Hello guys. And new new addition to our podcast team is Vaibhav Ashwin. Say hello, Vaibhav. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? All good? All very good. Excited. Yeah, excited yeah. for the upcoming season. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so, we'll go team by team. And then at the end, we'll do, say, a prediction on what will happen to each team. So, we'll say either playoffs or doesn't qualify. Things like that. Good. So, the teams that we're going to be looking at today are RCB, KKR, Rajasthan Royals, and the Mumbai Indians. So, starting off uh, with RCB, of course, I've, I'm, I'm from Bangalore, so I'm a big RCB fan. And I think uh, the amount of tears that I've gone throughout all my IPL seasons is not still not enough as compared to what we've gone through as RCB fans. Uh, it's, been, it's been a pretty sad, sad tournament, to be honest. Like, there's no two ways about it. I think whenever RCB fans are uh, hopeful, it's always shot down. And we we point the same reasons out every year, you know, that the bowling sucks or, you know, the batting is overly dependent on two people. And every year we, after the auction, we're like, okay, we sorted out this problem, we sorted out that problem and RCB is great and we have an amazing squad and we're going to do really well in the tournament. But end of the day, nothing happens. It's the same old story, rinse and repeat for the next season. So it's quite irritating, but at the same time, Again, being an RCB fan, I have to be hopeful. So, uh, what are your thoughts on RCB? Quickly, if you guys could tell me what you guys feel and then I'll carry on. I think uh, RCB has done a decent job in the auction this time. They have, uh, you know, sorted out the top order problem with uh, Aaron Finch. And I think the death bowling still lacks intensity, but they have Dale Stein again this year, who I hope is fit. And they have a good buy in uh, Isuru Udana, who can you know be a powerhouse for them this year if they if he's in top form. So I think, yeah, probably they can make it better than what they did last year. Let's let's yeah. hope for the best. I think I think with RCB the problem is always combination. They never know mm. which eleven to play. They always have say two three elevens in mind. Yeah, and true. throughout the season, it's constant chopping and turning. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy is mm-hmm. not working out. Hetma is not working out. Bye. Send mm. him out next player in. Mm. It never makes sense. I mean, if mm. a player needs to do well, he needs to constantly be in the team. And mm-hmm. you guys, you guys have seen that probably with CSK, right? Like with Jada. Yeah, with uh, even if Jada doesn't perform, he's <clears> in the team throughout. And you know. Eventually, it comes good. Even with Watson, I think the year that they won the title. Watson. Uh, I think it was last year as well with Watson, and I think he said it in a recent interview that if it was any other team, um, they'd have probably benched him. Exactly. Uh, CSK yeah. kept the faith in him, won good innings, and then it all uh, falls into place. So I think backing the team, uh, having a set team, is important for RCB this year because they are they are a well balanced side. Exactly. Um, you know, with Morris and all these guys coming in yeah. 
So I think it's about giving them chances and sticking to the eleven. Yeah, I think obviously, like it's the same thing, right? You obviously have to when you have stars in the team, you are going to rely on the stars no matter what. So mm-hmm. pressure is obviously going to be on Kohli and Virat. Sorry, uh, Kohli and uh, Ab to uh, get the title home, but they do have decent options this year. Actually, I feel the squad is pretty balanced and. The playing eleven, even though there might be a few changes as usual with RCB, there is still a lot of like you know similar roles. So if a player comes out, another player may be substituted in and will do the same job. So I think that way it works out well for RCB. So uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, they came to the finals uh, recently. In, I think 2016, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. But that requ- and a Kohli 973 run tournament was required to get them there. And mm-hmm. as much as that's great, you know, but probably never going to be matched again by any other batsman. But you can't expect that again, especially with the UAE tracks and the fact that we haven't played any. These guys haven't played any cricket for quite a while now. I don't. I don't see any batsman getting 973 runs and single-handedly carrying a team to the final. But you know, we can be hopeful. It's it's Virat. I think if anyone can do it, it's probably him again. So uh, moving on, I think this is the potential playing eleven that I had in mind. You guys can obviously tell me what what you guys feel differently. So uh, I think either I think Devdat is the most exciting prospect in the team. I think Devdat Padikal has been superb domestically for Karnataka, and he's been showing a lot. Like I think the RCB faithful have been showing. A lot of signs, the fact that he's going to play. So, I think uh, probably Devdath and Finch to open. I think they wouldn't have bought Finch if not for the fact that I think he's a sure shot opener in the team, or at least a sure shot player in the playing eleven. Where he bats, maybe one, maybe two, or even opening. That depends. So, I'd probably go Finch and Dev to open. I'd go Kohli at one, De Villiers at two. Shivam Dubey at three, so that's five players done. Uh, either so, I think the next spot is the basically the all-rounders, and it's between three. So in one one spot, I'd go uh, either Gurkirath or Washington or Negi. I think Washington has the most potential among the three, and he's probably going to play the most in the season. But Negi is a decent option as well. He's a bit more towards the bowling side of it, whereas Gurkirath's a more of a batsman. So there's that option. Then it's again between Chris Morris and Moin Ali. I think depending on the pitch, whether you want a fast bowling all-rounder or a, or a spinner to solidify that middle order and play, you know those those vital innings at the end. I think RCB has always struggled with mm-hmm. that all-rounder spot. You know we've always had say nine players out of the eleven being completely balanced, whereas those two extra, the ones that are probably the most important, always are lacking. Like you see. CSK always had Jadeja in the team, and he'd always be a solid option. Whereas, like Mumbai have Hardik and Kurnal, both in, they've been blessed with two great all-rounders. So that way, I think RCB need to find those, say, one or two, maybe uh, Washington and then Morris, maybe as the two players. So, so so far it's Virat, uh, A, uh, Devdutt, Finch, Virat Kohli, A B Levilliers, Shivam Dubey, Washington Sundar, Chris Morris. Yuzvinder Chahal, Umesh Yadav. Then uh, for the last two spots, I'd go either Saini or Siraj. 
I think RCB fans, RCB, the team has shown more faith than Sani over recent times, and I think he's done well for India also. So maybe they pick Sani over Siraj. And the last spot is Stain, like the last overseas spot as well. So that's either Stain, Udana, or Zampa. So again, depends on the pitch. Now with these UAE pitches, we've all seen that they're so spin friendly and they're a little like they're slow decks. So. Maybe the option of Zampa and Chahal as two wrist spinners would make sense. Or again, uh, Isro Dana is a death bowler. Plus, at eight, he can give you that decent batting power. So, uh, Stain, the thing with Stain is, again, he's deadly and he's great when he's bowling. But I don't know how fit he'll be throughout the season. So, they'll have to really figure out if he can be fit or not. So, for now, the four overseas players that I picked were Finch, De Villiers, uh, Morris and Stain. So there's obviously Josh Philippi, who's a, if that's how you say his name, I'm not too sure. But uh, he's a really young keeper. So if RCB don't want De Villiers to keep, then maybe push him as a keeper and then that, that Seema spot would be like taken away. So they'll have a is- few issues there. So in, in the 11 that I just given to you guys, ABD would be my keeper. If not, then they would have to remove Devdutt and play Pathiv and make him keeper for this exact same 11. So, I think this team is pretty good. I think uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 quality batsmen, 2 quality all-rounders, uh, 3 fast bowlers and, and a spinner, like specialist spinner. And you have 2 keepers, I think AB or Pathiv and you have decently good options. So. I'm going to say playoff spot for now, for RCB potentially. I don't know if they're going to probably go and win the title. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. I hope so, but I doubt it. So yeah, I'd probably go, I'd, I'd go playoff and I think it ends there. Anything to add, guys? Are you sure that uh, AB would be fit enough to you know keep for the entire tournament? Because he has had problems with his back and... Probably, I don't think AB would agree. Yeah, to I think that's the biggest keep. thing. So, if mm. AB doesn't keep the entire season, then RCB stuck because then they'll have to play Parthiv instead of Devdas because there's mm. no other keeper. So, if they want yeah. to play Finch, Morris, AB, and Stain, they can't they can't play Josh Philippi as a replacement because then that overseas spot is gone. So mm-hmm. they'll have to play Parthiv instead of Dave. And if Dave is really firing, then there's no point. Switching him around for Parthiv. So, it, it's a little confusing. I think RCB, it's a decent problem to have. I think having extra options is always a decent problem to have. So, let's see. I think if AB can sustain keeping for all these overs, all these matches, sorry, then it would work. If not, then maybe they have to bite the bullet b- between Devdath and Parthiv Patel. Or maybe, say, remove Shivam Dubey or Gurkirath and play. Uh, path will lower down the order, maybe just as a keeper, something like that. I think. Just one thing to add there. Uh, I actually think Parthiv Patel as a keeper is a really good option. Uh, he's a left-handed batsman, opening and keeps, um, scores runs at the top. Last year he had a good season. Um, with the run out uh, in the CSK game, I'm sure you guys remember that. So I actually think Parthiv yes, is a good option. Game. Okay, then that's like awesome. Uh, but I think Parthiv is actually a really good option. Um, I'd be more geared towards playing Saini as well. Um, he's only gotten more experience after playing for India. 
So I think uh, that's a good option. It does look like a balanced team to me. And Gurkirat Singh might be useful in the middle order um, because the wickets in the UAE, like you said, are slow. Um, and this guy has played loads of Ranji games. So I think that can help their middle order as well uh, in the tournament. Um, uh, yeah, I completely, yeah. yeah, I completely agree with your 11. Uh, but the only problem lacking for RCB in this squad is backups. They don't have a good backup for Dale Stain. They obviously have good Indian fast bowlers like in Mohammad Siraj and Navdeep Saini. But obviously the backup is lacking. Uh, for the wicketkeeper position, I would be backing AB De Villiers to start with. If he has a problem, Parthiv would step in for sure. And yeah, uh, so, uh, the thing is, would you step? Would you put Parthiv instead of say a middle order batsman and play him as a solid keeper, or would you remove a Dev? Like, would you keep Devdat, or would you remove Devdat and put Parthiv? Like, what would you do to um, keep Parthiv? I would start Devdat for sure because uh, RCB has uh, showed faith in the youngster, and they want, would want to keep him for the future as well if he performs well in the season. Yeah, and uh, like you said at the first. Uh, RCB needs to back him even after he has a poor start of the season. Backing is the real uh, thing for these youngsters at this stage. Um, if uh, ABD gets injured and uh, Parthiv needs to step in, David needs to Yeah, I think, I think fair enough. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the thing is, again, you were right. Uh, a backup for Stain, I think at this point, the only backup for Stain is Isrudana. And yeah. he's a completely different bowler to Stain. So I wouldn't even call him a like-for-like -like change, you know. So... If RCB do want some pace and you know that attacking quick bowler at the start, and if Stain's out, then they're stuck. So yeah, I think I think it's okay. I mean, uh, the between the three, Umesh, Saini, and Siraj, I think they should be fine. I, I don't really know. Also, I agree with the fact that RCB would uh, want to reach the playoffs, and obviously they reach. I I predict them to reach the playoffs, like on the fourth position, and they would like to. And I feel they would get eliminated in the eliminator round. Yeah, same. I think I'm I'm really looking for the finals and for a potential win. But it depends on how the balance of the team gets set. I think quality on paper-wise, not many teams can probably match a three of Pinch, Kohli and AB. I'm, yeah, I I'm being a little Oka, optimistic here. I think, uh, you know, RCB has the potential to reach the finals this time. They have a very, very balanced side. And I'm actually excited to watch Devdat and Isuru Dana play. So I'm backing them to, you know, be the two players that RCB needed all these years and turn the game for them. Uh, like I said, uh, like uh, Athava said, uh, Earlier, I think uh, Virat Kohli obviously opened for RCB, but I think uh, as they need, uh, they have felt the need for finishing at the later stages of the game. Uh, they have opted for Aaron Finch to open, and Dave Dutt would be the preferred option to open with him. Uh, they they might. Uh, I agree to the fact that Virat and uh, ABD would want to stay till the 17th or 18th over to give them the cutting edge and get them over the line. Yeah, I think. I think that's all for RCB. I think we've frustrated all our listeners with talking about this <laughs> stuff. I think, but I mean, fair enough. This, this, I think they require this much chat <clears throat> because of the fact that they haven't won even one title. Uh, moving on, so probably let's go between uh, KKR next. I think let's touch with KKR <clears throat> next as the team. So, Webber, would you like to take us with K KKR? Yeah, yeah, sure. 
so I think KKR has been an interesting team over the years. Um, between 2008 to 10 with Dada as captain, didn't work out so well. Um, rebuilt the team in 2011 with Gambhir and Yusuf Patan, um, Robin Utapa, Manish Pandey. Um, all these players won two titles in three years. Gambhir left for Delhi um, at the last uh, big auction. Got Dinesh Karthik as captain, finished in the playoffs in 2018. Last year was a mixed bag. I think they were pretty inconsistent. Um, but I think this year, KKR is the team to watch out for. I think they're the dark horses. Um, Dinesh Karthik's leading the side. I think there's a lot uh, riding on this tournament for him. Uh, after MS Dhoni's retirement, he is competing for a place in the World Cup squad next year, the T20 World Cup, against Pant and Samson. Um, and I think as captain, wicketkeeper and batsman, as a finisher, it's a good opportunity for him to prove himself and really put him in contention um, for that slot. Um, I think KKR's strength is their batting, their middle-order core of Morgan, Karthik and Russell. I think uh, that's lethal as a finish, uh, finishing um, combo at probably five, six, seven, maybe even at four. Uh, a couple of youngsters like Shubman Gill um, who was the emerging player last time round? He'll probably play in the top order. Um, you know, he he would like to have a good season and eventually go on to play for India. Exciting Pacers, uh, Mavi and Nagarkoti. Uh, they didn't play much in the last couple of seasons because of injuries. I think they'll have a role to play because um, KKR have gone to Indian bowlers primarily. Kuldeep Yadav needs to have, I think, a big tournament this year um, after last season where it was disappointing by his standards. I think it's really important that he does well on these slow wickets because that the combination of Kuldeep and Narayan as the spin combination will go a long way towards helping KKR um, reach the playoffs. And obviously, the most important has to be uh, Pat Cummins. Uh, KKR broke the bank for him. Um, I think he is one of the top players in the world right now. Was, uh, was Pat Cummins the most expensive or second most expensive of all time? No, like, most. Right? I think it was most expensive foreign player. Okay, so maybe Yuvraj was first. Yeah, Yuvraj was um, My God. more than For him. a fast bowler, this much money. For a fast bowler, not exactly. Worth it, not worth it for sure. Uh, <laughs> it is it is an inflated um, sort of market, I guess. Um, but we, uh, the interesting thing will be how this affects him. Because in the past, when uh, Yuvraj, like you said, went for that money, uh, Unadkat uh, went for about 12 crores uh, in the 2018 auction. They actually didn't have that great IPL seasons. So I think this is going to be interesting as to how uh, Cummins goes about it. Because... He is one of the top bowlers in the world, uh, leads Australia's space attack, and I think he'll have a really crucial role to play um, for KKR. Anything you guys would like to add on the team, on the players? Um, like, I I think you forgot the fact that they have had a new coach now, Brendan McCullum. Um, they have an amazing coach in Brendan McCullum. Mm-hmm. His style is obviously to play forward-looking and aggressive cricket at all times, Definitely. which obviously complements the style Owen Morgan has had for England this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, i dis kind of disagree to the fact that uh, kk ab would try shubman gill in the middle order uh, i think when i was reading through the stats of uh, shubman gill he's obviously had a topsy turvy start to his uh, career but uh, like to his itl career but uh, uh, his contribution as an opener uh, is far better than as a middle order batsman he averages around 48 as an opener which is not even close to his average which uh, while playing as a middle order batsman which is like about 26 and um, like with the narayan and uh, sunil uh, narayan and shuman gill opening the batting it can give nitish rana uh, can play as an important cameo as a floater uh, with on morgan and uh, russell and dinesh karthik coming at that uh, 4 5 and 6 it would give the cutting edge to kolkata to get them over the line that's what i feel uh yeah just on that point sats like um i did say shubman gill in the top order but rather than opening i had him at 3 because um i had narayan opening with tripathi and you don't really expect um narayan to be out there for too long it's his job to you know uh, get the team off to a flyer he's going to go at everything and gill will probably be in uh, into the wicket earlier um anyways so i'm not i don't really think that should be a problem but yeah i do agree that he has to play in the top 3 uh for him to play well and i think he played at number 3 in the under 19 world cup um which they won as well yeah. uh, where he had a great tournament well so, also like vibhu uh, i have a question for you if you are pushing uh, shubman gill to number 1 then don't you think uh, russell will be pushed back very late into the innings because after shubman gill at 1 you have morgan at 2 and karthik at 3 then Russell becomes number four, and won't you think that will be a little too late for uh, him to come out? Okay, so I'll I'll tell you the eleven now, and I'll answer that while doing so, if that's okay. So the eleven I've got, I've got Narayan opening with Rahul Tripathi. I think Tripathi opening is the best position for him to play. We all know the season he had uh, with Pune, where he opened and gave them really good starts. I think that's really important with uh, Narayan and Tripathi takes a bit of pressure off the middle order to do um, all the lifting and all the run scoring. Gill at 3 will probably be in earlier like I said because of the way Narayan and Tripathi play. Um you've got Rana at 4, Morgan at 5, Karthik at 6 and Russell at 7, but obviously that's flexible because of the way that Rana, Morgan, Karthik, and Russell play. Depending on the situation, you can always uh, switch that batting order around and maybe send uh, Russell up to four or five if you've got a really solid base um, on which you can capitalize and take the score really high. You know, past that 180, 90 mark. Um, in the bowling, I've got Shivam, Mavi, Pat Cummins, um, Kuldeep Yadav, and as the last slot. uh you might want to play prasid krishna but because the wickets are slow you might want to play the mystery spinner varun chakravarti from tamil nadu or m siddarth again another left arm spinner from tamil nadu uh because of the wickets in the uae the other advantage with these uh, tamil nadu spinners is that dinesh karthik knows them well uh he's played with and against them in the tnpl and in the domestic games I think he'll be able to guide them and help them you know have a decent season because you need these Indian young Indian players contributing uh, to go deep in the tournament. So I think they'll have a role to play during the season on these slow wickets. Yeah, I think my god I, I didn't know enough about KKR I feel 
and now that you just read out the 11 oh my god tasty they're probably probably going to get a playoff spot i feel like i feel like they're going to get a playoff spot for sure so who would your four foreigners be one sec so narayan cummins Nar- narayan Russell, morgan russell morgan. cummins my yeah. god what is that yeah, I, think, kind of, I think the indian batting is a little weak it is a bit weak i think um, that's their biggest maybe their only downfall I think Indian spinners, they have Kuldeep, that's fine. They have a very good young Indian pace attack. They have great foreigners. I think those four is mm-hmm. probably a foreign <laughs> quadrant that anyone would want in their team. Uh, yeah, I think Indian batting, barring maybe Dylan, Karthik, it's a little <clears throat> off the block. I think, I don't know how consistent Rana will be. And Rana Pace as well. I think Rana plays these useful cameos. I think yeah, I think he's a very he like he'll stars, come in for uh, a twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you TV. can write him off sometimes as well uh, because of all these stars. Yeah. Uh, I think he might actually uh, play well. Like he played quite well last year, I thought, in a few of the games. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's his role to play the I cameos. Think, yeah, I think uh, Pat Cummins is probably the best fastball in the world right now. I think there's. Probably no uh, only question that remains is can Pat Cummins play all the 14 games with his back injuries and stuff? I think he should be Will fine. He, I mean, he's, I think he's a fitter cricketer now. I think mm-hmm. like he has yeah. faced a lot of problems with his back mm-hmm. recently during, I think, the New Zealand Test Series also. He was mm-hmm. suffering a little yeah. to his back. I think mm-hmm. now it'll be like four overs, four overs, no? So I think it shouldn't yeah. be yeah, yeah. that much of a problem. Don't uh, also think it should be like, a problem. Um, just to add to that, if you don't want to play Cummins all games, uh, I think it is good to rotate because UAE is like pretty Who hot. Do they as have well. as a replacement? It can be dra- draining. Lockie Ferguson from New oh Zealand, my. who played oh, the World Cup last good. year, I was coming to that. So actually, you've got, you can't say he's of Cummins standard, but, but it is a near like for like. Um, so that is a good option. Um, yeah, I think he's really bad. Mm-hmm. I think probably uh, a little more balanced than RCB to be very honest. I, yeah. Yeah, this is a very quality yeah. team. And again, I think every year KKR go in as a dark horse, sometimes go a little unnoticed. Because I think the three that I've spoken about the most are obviously CSK, Mumbai and RCB. And KKR is just one step below these three teams in terms of like how much they've spoken about before a season. But they've always overperformed, and I think this might be another year where I think it'll be these four teams as a playoff like candidation. I feel these four. Yeah, but uh, we saw before the auctions also that KKR have released veterans uh, Robin Utappa and Kuldeep Yadav. By the release of Kul, the Pius Chavla, by the release of Pius Chavla, I think they have signaled an intent that they want to back Kuldeep Yadav even after a disastrous yeah. 2019. Yeah. I think a solid team. I think even uh, they'll get... I think Brendan McCullum is a great point, Satswick, that you mentioned. That he's a very forward-thinking coach as he was a batsman. And uh, what, what was it that Trinbago Knight Riders just won the tournament? Unbeaten? Yeah, I think it was unbeaten. No losses. I, don't, I know they won. I didn't. I don't know if it's unbeaten or they maybe it's lost. It's unbeaten. No losses throughout the tournament. Yeah, so mm. clearly he's he's found that winning formula, you know, at his other team, mm-hmm. sister franchise at the end of the day. But 
he's won it he's won one title so he can maybe bring that a part of that success or a part of that formula that worked for him from the trinbago night riders to kkr and yeah i think a, i think based on the team on paper a playoff spot is probably fixed and yeah i don't know i don't know where they'll go from there but a playoff spot seems to be fixed yeah, yeah i think um, i agree with that a uh, playoff spot um definitely at least with this team uh, you'd back them to make the playoffs uh, i think oin morgan will be a key player not just uh, for his big hitting in the middle order but his calm leadership i think the way he's transformed the england team uh, is just yeah. incredible and i think he will offer support to karthik uh, he's one of those again, I think high pressure games the, yeah uh, he's one of those high uh, strike rate batsmen yeah so always just goes so on i was the reading the stat yesterday only about kkr the finishing trio of dinesh karthik russell and oy morgan the lowest strike rate among them is 170 which yeah. is I, massive 170 my God. yeah it's yeah, the lowest lowest what I, is this I that, that three <laughs> if those three click even 220 is chaseable i feel they reach around 240 against mi against yeah. uh, bowling like jasprit bumrah krunal pandya hardik pandya did you guys see the recent morgan innings i think it was 66 of 30 balls or something like yeah, that yeah 66 of 33 200 yeah that was in a t20 against pakistan yeah yeah such a good striker of the ball mm-hmm. i won't say he's better than russell but at the same time i think his consistency is right up there so he mm-hmm. might be if he clicks and he has a good tournament and say What is a good tournament these days for a batsman? Four, five hundred runs, four hundred runs, maybe. Yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, around so that. If, you, if, you, if he gets a good tournament, say three, four hundred runs in, <laughs> or even maybe five hundred runs in, then KKR have a serious shout at winning it. So, yeah. Uh, the only problem on that lacked, uh, that KKR didn't have last year was consistency, as we have yeah. mentioned. If KKR can maintain that consistency again, like. consistency they will be able to reach the playoffs and maybe to the final this time yeah i think the consistency is the key to their victory yeah moving on i think we'll go on to the third team now so uh, uh purav you want to carry on from here yeah so rajasthan it is rajasthan have never really took off after their you know shocking win in 2008 to first season where Shane Warne led a very young side to the title so yeah and this time Rajasthan is a power packed side with you know all the top stars of England and Australia they have butler they have steve smith they have ben stokes jofra archer tom curran andrew tai they have a star studded lineup amazing this thing and this time one of the biggest advantages that Rajasthan has is that all of, all the players are available in the beginning early stages of the tournament like you know every year it's been that keep the england season and the ipl has overlapped mm-hmm. and because of which uh, butlers uh, and stokes and archer haven't been able to uh, join the squad at the early stages but this time i think that's not going to be a problem so if they are off to a very good start they have a real chance at the title this year to be honest but one thing that they lack is they they do not have any off spin a you know a strong off spinner no finger spinner that is a very very big uh, 
factor that is going to probably hurt them given the conditions in the UAE. And so, you know, so and one one good thing about uh, one interesting fact that I found out from you know my research was that Miller has finally moved out of Punjab from you know. Uh, so I think Rajasthan is the first team that Miller is going to play after Punjab in this tournament. He has always been playing for Punjab, and now is probably he's moved on to Rajasthan for the first time. But I don't, I don't think he's going to find a place in the playing eleven. At least not in my playing eleven. And and yeah, they are you know also over dependent on the Indian fast bowlers. They have a lot of uh, fast bowlers in. Uh, Mahipal, uh, sorry, uh, they have a lot of uh, fast bowlers like Karthik Tyagi, they have Ankit Rajput, they have Jaydev Unatkar, they have Akash Singh, they have Arun Aaron. So, a lot of you know Indian fast bowlers that they are dependent on. And yeah, other than Archer, I don't think they have any other good uh, fast bowler. And given that there are only four foreign players, I don't think Andrew Tai will find a place in this playing 11. So, yeah, I agree that uh, Rajasthan has backed Jaydev Unadkut again for a season. They feel he'll click this time again, third time lucky maybe. Uh, they had, You were right, Pura, with the fact that they don't have any good uh, off-spinners. Any finger-spinners, they don't have any good ones. They traded Delhi capital, uh, Capitals for Mayank Markande and Rahul Tevatiya. But I don't think they would be able to get, uh, they would be able to fill the void left by an off-spinner. And uh, they have made a good acquisition uh, from KKR with the uh, Robin Utappa. But their Indian batting lacks a little bit. And also, I agree with Purav that uh, David Miller, I don't think so. He will be in my playing 11 also. So, yeah. There's a Another... lot of potential in the team with uh, Riyan Parag, who scored uh, some crucial 50s last year. Mm-hmm. Another interesting uh, fact that I found out was during my research was that uh, Mayank Markande wasn't sure to which team he was playing because uh, he from Mumbai, he was in Mumbai last season. He went to Delhi yeah. and then Delhi again <laughs> traded to Rajasthan. So, <laughs> topsy-turvy right for Mayank Markande this season. But yeah, he's finally back in Rajasthan. So, for my playing 11, I think... Uh, I would go with uh, Butler as my obvious choice for the opener. He's been in tremendous form as we saw in the recent England-Australia uh, series. Along with him, I think he would, you know, I would uh, go, probably go with uh, uh, Jaiswal or Utappa as uh, his partners. Probably I would go with uh, Yashasvi Jaiswal because he's very, he's a very young, prominent uh, under-19 player and I think this is going to be his breakthrough year. Uh, next, after, uh, obviously, the obvious choice is uh, Steve Smith at number one, along with uh, Samson at number four, Stokes at number five. Now, next, uh, little confusion little confusion for me was at number six. At number six was between Rian Parag, Manan Vora and Rahul Tevetia. But I think I would probably go with either Riyan Parag or Rahul Tevetia, given the fact that both of them can bowl a little, uh, you know, spin there. Uh, Riyan Parag is a uh, left uh, leg spinner and again, Tevetia is also a leg spinner. So, probably either one of them and then uh, Archer, Jofra Archer at 7, he can bat a little as well. Then number 8, uh, Shreyas Gopal, another leg spinner. Number 9, Unatkad 
and number 10 you know a lot of people might not agree with me but uh, i think i would you know go with the left arm spinner mahipal omrar uh, he's been he's not been the great recently in the recent seasons but i think he's a very good prospect and i think he's going to fill the void of the leg sp- of the uh, off spinner that uh, rajasthan don't have any off spinners and the last probably i'll go with uh, karthik tyagi he's a under 19 fast bowler again uh, and he swings both ways just like uh, bhuneshwar kumar uh, he's again from up the same as bhuneshwar kumar or if if you know if you want a, another leg spinner in the squad then probably go with markande instead of Mah- uh, karthik tyagi i think that's my playing mm-hmm. 11 with uh, josh butler steve smith ben stokes and jofra archer as my four uh, foreign players yeah agree with your uh, foreign combination uh, just a, a little note there on mahipal lomror uh, he he's a slow left arm bowler so he can play as that finger spinner because they don't have uh, k gautam anymore as the off spinner but also he uh, bats slightly higher so he can be uh, a useful batsman at say number 7 or 8 um but the player i'm looking forward to this year is actually sanju samson i think like for the talent he's got um he's such an elegant player i think it's time that he has one of those really consistent seasons um because the t20 world cups next year and again just like karthik he's also competing uh, potentially for the keeper slot uh, i don't know whether he'll keep because they have josh butler but with runs in the middle order he can definitely uh, make a case for himself Uh, so yeah samson will have a role to play um jaiswal again like you said will be exciting to watch a uh, young talent uh, left hand batsman uh, plays aggressively as well um robin utappa is a veteran uh, you don't know if he'll play along with jaiswal um maybe at 3 but uh, if he does get a few games it'll be interesting to see how it goes because in the last uh, season his strike rate wasn't as good as it used to be so maybe is he past his prime you don't know i think that would be uh, something that's interesting to watch um, as well uh, unad kat uh, no price tag uh, pressure this time not much at least and he's captain saurashtra so again a uh, crucial player they'll need these indian players to step up and support the foreign stars if they want to go deep yeah i, I agree with uh, problem with kkr actually sorry to cut you off satvik was the fact sorry, the problem with rr is the fact that they always you know one of the outsiders in the in the ipl so they always had the potential like now when you speak about their four foreign players you have mentioned uh, smith archer butler and uh, potentially miller and the fourth one being stokes ben stokes oh, oh okay i mean best player in the world right now but yeah stokes so in these five any five any four could play you could make a case for any one any one of them sitting out like you could say okay maybe steve smith not really used to the format now so maybe we can play miller i think miller at one point he would have warranted an easy starting 11 place but now i don't know how if he's going to get that or not with smith being captain is smith captain yeah, yes he is yeah yeah smith is captain so then yeah i think smith's probably going to be captain be- during mid season last year mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh it it's a great, I think it's a decent team. Their foreign players really push it up a little bit. I think their Indian talent is really young. They have a chance of doing well in a few years, but not really sure, you know. I I don't know where this team is going to go. 
Or maybe they predict a second last finish for them. Yeah, I'd probably I I I know for a fact that they may not qualify. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to qualify for the playoffs with the team that they have because they're very very heavily dependent on again just like RCB they're a little heavily dependent on two three players and in this case it's Stokes Smith and maybe Butler. And the thing with Stokes is he had a very poor season last season as opposed to the expectations that were on him. Was it his second season in the IPL last year or third? Third. I think he played for Pune one season. Yeah, he played for uh, Pune Left one. midway. Left so, midway, but he had a good year that year. I think with Pune, he won MVP, if I recall. For that yeah, season. you're right. And then the next I season, I think the last season of IPL, he was really poor as compared to mm-hmm. his standards. I think he had a decent IPL, but the lofty mm-hmm. standards that we set for Ben Stokes is incredible. So... I don't really know, man. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the team this season, and I. I don't know where they're gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably you know, they won't qualify for the playoffs yeah, this season. Yeah. I don't think so. For now, I don't think any. I think all teams are decently equal at this point in the mm-hmm. IPL, which is pretty good to see that all teams are at a decent combination. It's just yeah. that, uh, you know, we can maybe we can we uh, we can predict who'd come into the playoffs and who wouldn't. But I think at this point, it'd be pretty stupid to say they'll, they'll probably finish last or finish first, things like that. Because every team is so even right now and we've seen n number of years of the IPL. We know anything can happen. So, yeah. I think they'll have a pretty good season if Butler can stay in his crease in the non-striker. And <laughs> yeah, I think uh, on Ponting's, Ponting's not going to let Ashwin do it again, so... I I that, that's a conversation for another day. I think being an officer, I don't I don't mind what Ashwin did. I think do it gladly. The batsman has no right to walk. Uh, okay, as a spinner, I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do it. We didn't do this discussion. It, at the same time, yeah, I, I I don't mind it. I'm not. It's it's in the rules. So go ahead, do whatever you want. But yeah, just for the spirit of the game, I don't think. Mm-hmm. When I would do the it. The spirit of a game of the game is a very fine line, bro. Anyway, let's move on. I think that's a conversation for another day. A lot of controversial <laughs> opinions. Uh, Satvik, obviously, Satvik also knows how me and all my friends in college feel about this. So, anyway, yeah, uh, moving on to the final team of this episode. So, we're going to go with one of the most popular and the, one of the most successful teams in the IPL, the Mumbai Indians. So, Satvik, do you, would you like to give us a lowdown on Mumbai? The champions, Mumbai Indians. My God, already. <laughs> yeah. The, but the, the it's 2020. It's an, it's an even year. Yeah, yeah, it's an even year. That's the only concern for Mumbai <laughs> right now. Like, they start their planning two, three months before the auctions. Like, every might, everyone might have seen that uh, documentary that was ne- released by Netflix. Last year, I think. Yeah, I think great fun. I think team should get a documentary like that. Mm. Yeah. They Actually, like the, like the way Amazon does it, I think, uh, for these football teams, per City and all, like, I think it's something that the IPL can explore. So, they, they have backups for everyone. As soon as Malinga uh, opted out for the IPL, they brought in James Patterson the next day. They have a backup for everything. They, the only thing that lacks in this Mumbai squad is a backup for Jaspreet Bumrah. 
if Jasprit Bumrah doesn't deliver, he obviously delivers most of the time. But if he gets injured during the season, they have Dhawal Kulkarni, but Dhawal Kulkarni is not Jasprit Bumrah. Otherwise, they have a well-balanced and a flexible team. They have invested in the youth uh, in the past in Ishan Kishan. I think it's an uh, it's going to be a big season for Ishan Kishan since uh, he, Rishabh Pant has been uh, topsy-turvy in the international format. If he can deliver an excellent season for Mumbai, uh, he can be in contention for a spot as a wicketkeeper in the 2020 World Cup next year. And uh, I was reading a fact uh, yesterday about Mumbai. Uh, when the tournament, uh, half of the tournament happened in 2014 in UAE, Mumbai didn't win one match. So they, it is obvious that they don't like playing on the UAE pitches. And they they also have the issue of vice captain. Obviously, they had Pollard last year, but now Quinton Decock might also want the vice captaincy because he has captained South Africa this year and he has been excellent with them. Also, uh, Surya Kumar's uh, Surya Kumar Yadav's invaluable contributions. His contributions are often underappreciated. He obviously delivers like those crucial 30, 40s, and 50s coming middle down the order if Rohit or Decock um, gets out early. His contribution is invaluable. Also, like I was reading another interesting fact was that in the last three years, uh, Mumbai have won two titles. In this, Rohit. So, didn't have a good season at all. His strike rate was an okay 120. His average was only 26. And he hasn't hit a single 100 in these three IPLs, which is obviously a little concerning since he is the higher. He is, I think he is the only person in international cricket who has hit four E20 hundreds, right? Also, like he has hit only 102, uh, only a thousand runs in the last three IPLs. Um, now for my potential starting eleven for MI, they have a core. They have a well-defined core of uh, Rohit Sharma, Hardik Pandya, Krunal Pandya, and Jasprit Bumrah and Karim Pollard. For opening, I would start with Rohit Sharma and Decock. And number three, uh, Surya Kumar Yadav. Number four, Ishan Kishan. And then the trio of Krunal Pandya, Karim Pollard, and Hardik Pandya. Uh, if uh, Mumbai have a poor start, Krunal and uh, Karen can hold on to the innings and at number 8, Coulter 9 can also come in. We have obviously seen in the last uh, uh, World Cup, the 2019-50 over World Cup, uh, Coulter 9 can also back. He scored a massive 92 runs against West Indies when Australia was in a poor condition. Number 9 for me would be Rahul Chahar, whose uh, leg spin can be vital for Mumbai. Uh, he was one of the main players last season. And number 10, no concern without for me, Jasprit Bumrah. And number 11, Trent Cole. It, uh, the last, earlier we had uh, Lassen Malinga, but now Trent Bolt would obviously take that position since uh, Lassen Malinga has stepped out. Yeah, that's it for me. But the only thing we have seen over the years for Mumbai, a positive start is needed. I know they can come back from those poor starts, but Still, as a Mumbai fan, a positive start is needed from them. They have six potential bowlers to back them up, even if uh, one bowler is having an off day. But yeah, still, a positive start is needed. Yeah. Anything, anyone? I think uh, yeah. uh, this is the uh, first time Mumbai is without Malinga, if I'm not wrong. No, 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 no. This is the, actually the fourth time. 
Uh, yeah, they've been without him before as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they haven't uh, done as well uh, without the, All him. the three times uh, Mumbai haven't played without Lassit Malinga, they have finished fifth, exact fifth all three times. So that's an interesting fact also. In 2018, he was the mentor, but he made a comeback for Sri Lanka. So he eventually mm-hmm. came back for the Mumbai Indian side. Yeah, I think you've pretty much um, covered most of it because with Mumbai, uh, it's a well-settled unit. A uh, well-balanced unit, uh, you know, not much to really uh, chop and change there. Uh, they do have a few options. Um, Chris Lynn, uh, I don't think he's going to start. I think he'll uh, be on the bench in case Quinton DeCock uh, doesn't fire because you can always get Ishan Kishan to keep. <clears throat> um, also uh, have the option of Mitchell McLanagan uh, as a backup to Trent Bolt. And you, you've got a, a good Indian spinner in Jayant Yadav. I think he's played test cricket for India. Uh, so he is also an option. So Mumbai do have a few options uh, in case they want to change their 11 to suit the wickets as well. Uh, a balanced team uh, overall, I think. Yeah, I think whatever okay. happens, uh, whether they have a pathetic start of the season, whether they have a great start of the season, they always find a way. I think... That's the thing with Mumbai. They always end up finding a way. Rohit is a great leader. He might not have a great IPL season, as Sathvik mentioned, for 1,000 runs in three years. is For any other player, you'd, you'd take, snap their hand off and say, that's great. 300 runs a year, 320 runs a year. That, that's nice. But for Rohit's standards, you expect a 400, 500, maybe even a 600-run season because of the quality of player he is. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. The thing with Mumbai is you can't say they've been the same team for so long now that you every season you feel okay. This year they're gonna slip off, and this year they're gonna slip off, but they never do. And they'll end up making the playoffs, in my opinion. It's very solid team. Not much to discuss again because they just have the same unit, the, the same quality core that's been with them for now maybe three, four years. And a core that every team would want. I think every team should actually look at the model that Mumbai Indians has run with. And that's having a solid core. So, try to get that. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably end up by saying they'd, they'd make the playoffs as well. Yeah, same for me. They'll reach the playoff easily. I think they'll fit into those uh, qualifier one slots along with CSK. Yeah. Anything else yeah, to add yeah. to it? Yeah, I agree with you, Atharva, that they have a very strong core team and they have, you know, there's nothing much to discuss about the team. But I don't know, I have a very unpopular opinion. I think they won't make it to the playoffs this season. So that's, you know, it's a little interesting. So let's see how how the season goes off. India has a very unpopular opinion. (laughs) Unpopular opinions are obviously wanted. Because I remember once I said that, uh, unrelated, but I said that um, uh, Pierre-Emil Kovamiang shouldn't sign a new contract with Arsenal. And then he scored four goals in the next three games and I was begging for him to sign. So, <laughs> you leave your words out probably the next next episode, but you know, it's all well and good. So, yeah, I think that's all from us here. Yeah, guys? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for listening in. I think this one's been a really long podcast. I think for all you listeners, but at the same time, that's that's the IPL and that's the fanfare that it brings. So, hope to see you guys in the next episode. We'll bring to you the other four teams and a detailed review about them. Okay, bye guys. See you guys. See you guys on the next one.
see you guys see you on episode 3 of the armchair science cricket podcast